Welcome to the Who Asked Me podcast, a podcast about whatever I want it to be about. I'm your host, Zell, and every week I'll be talking to you about pop culture, reality TV, all the things in your life that made you happy, and some of them that even made you go, what? So sit back, relax, and have a laugh with me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Who Asked Me podcast. Y'all already know this is Zell, your host. Um, a little bit of a different setup for the pod today. I am going to be by myself for the first part and then the last part to discuss the Roni episode. I am joined by Emma Oyumba. She is one of my mutuals online. I met her through Twitter. You guys have heard her on this podcast before and we love her. I did really want to bring somebody on to discuss Roni originally. I had planned on doing this entire episode alone. However, I'm not going to lie. I just could not discuss Roni without it becoming one of my quote unquote rants. Now, speaking of one of my quote unquote rants, I will let you know, I am at my limit this week. I am going to be saying shit how I feel feel. I am not going to be limiting myself. And I know some of y'all may be like, girl, do you really do that in the first place? I do. Y'all have no clue. I really do. Okay. (laughs) But, um, yeah, if you don't want to hear me, you know, go on one of my quote unquote rants, then I suggest you go ahead and turn this, this episode off right now. It's not going to be the one for you, (laughs) but let's go ahead and get into some topics that I want to touch on. First things first, I saw this headline the other day, yesterday, I believe. And I was like, huh? Cher's son's, Cher's daughter-in-law, so Cher's son's wife, estranged wife, took out a lawsuit against Cher and accused her of kidnapping her son that this woman was married to. And I'm not going to lie. That was one of those headlines that I said, I just have to click on this. I got to click on this. I got to see what's going on because Pardon me. And I realized my own ignorance here. I said, kidnapped. I said, Cher has young kids. And then I knew she was dating Amber Rose's ex. So I was like, oh, I really hope they didn't have any kids and I've been out of the loop. No, I'm aware that you can kidnap adults. I just, I don't know, but it just slipped my mind. So her son allegedly met up with his estranged wife who they were planning on divorcing to discuss some things, um, according to her in court documents, four men showed up at that door to take Cher's son away. It was very, um, they, they were talking around a lot of things in the article, if I'm being very honest. It sounds like, because they also mentioned like, oh, we just want to make sure he's okay. We, I, she said, I know Cher just wants to get her son help, but I would like to know where my husband is. XYZ. It really sounded like there might be some substance abuse issues or some maybe maybe some mental health issues. I don't know. There, there's something on the underlying that it sounds like Cher wanted to get her son help and she wanted to get her son help immediately, no matter what. What I will say is, as somebody who does not get along with their mother-in-law and is not scared of her, I would be terrified of Cher if she were my mother-in-law, not just share, like, because she is share, but share, but share just seems like a very intimidating person in the first place. And I'm going to be honest, even issues with me and my mother-in-law aside, if she sends somebody 
to get my husband because she feels like he needs help and obviously she has the means to get it and we're estranged i'm not i'm not suing that lady i'm not suing that lady okay and that my my mother-in-law is regular regular share i'm not suing share what no i'm sorry it was it was crazy i was reading that article like girl you think you're gonna win this I don't know. I don't know, sweets. Do what you do, but best of luck to everybody involved. Anyways, moving on. Now, this I saw as a headline, and I didn't dive super deep into it because I, but apparently, allegedly, Animal Control is looking into Shannon Bedore. As we all know, Shannon got into that drunk driving accident last week where she had Archie, her dog, in the car. She not only ran into somebody's house, she parked the car and then got out of the car and pretended to walk Archie down the street. So also leave the scene of a crime. Now, there were some people online saying, you losers on online take things too far. Now animal control is investigating Shannon because of Archie. I hate to break this to you. Shannon drove drunk in the car with Archie. Animal control would have got to that ass if we, whether or not we said it on Twitter. I just want y'all to know that. I, I really want y'all to know that. They might've gotten to her quicker because it was said on Twitter and on Instagram, but they would've gotten to that ass. Yeah. I don't see how it's our fault for suggesting such when she was the one drunk driving in the car with Archie. How are you more mad at us for suggesting they do a wellness check on Archie than Shannon for putting Archie's wellness at risk? Make that make sense, please. Okay, and you can't sit here and tell me, obviously she loves that dog. I I don't doubt that Shannon loves a dog. Okay, I, I really don't doubt that she loves a dog. People love things and other humans and still do things to put them in harm's way. And that's what she did with that puppy dog, okay? So, and herself, and other people, and the foundation of somebody's house. Speaking of folks getting mad about things online, and I wanna, I wanna preface this by saying, I need y'all to understand the Britney Spears diehard fans. I love Britney. Okay, I love Britney, but I think I feel like it's time to be honest. I feel like it's time to be very honest and not act like certain behaviors are just like totally without eyebrow raising. With that being said, this week, Brit Brit was doing her, her normal choreography in her foyer of her home, I'm assuming is her home. And she she had some props this time, props that were knives. She put the video up, The I don't know if the comments were on or off at first. I know that once I saw the video, the comments were, were off. Now, let me say this, I really thought <clears throat> that, cause I saw the video posted by like a parody page at first, I thought that they Photoshopped those knives in. I was like, she's not dancing around with those knives. And then I went to her page and I said, oh, that's real, that's happening. And at one point in the video, she clink clinks the knife. Knives, I'm sorry, knives. Y'all know what it sounds like when two real knives, multiple real knives clink together. 
It's literally what they do. Clink, clink. That's what she did. Sounded like she was about to start a fight scene in an action movie. She then goes on to say that the knives are not real. Don't worry, y'all. They're not real. That's crazy because they clink, clink like real knives. I don't play with fake knives, but I don't think they're supposed to clink, clink like that. So fast forward, apparently a wellness check was done at her house. Mind you, the doggies are running around in the background. Okay. And not only the dogs, like she, the way she's dancing with these knives, you should, y'all should see it if you haven't already. She could hurt herself. Right. So apparently a wellness check was done on Brittany. And again, people online, diehard Whitney Steen, or sorry, Brittany stands saying, you guys are losers. Why can't this woman do anything without people saying stuff and scrutinizing her? Dancing with knives is concerning. The wellness check wasn't done just because she was doing one of her little dances that she does in her foyer often. The, the wellness check was done because she was dancing with knives. How are y'all more mad that folks were concerned, said, hey, this is alarming behavior. How are we more concerned about people saying, whoa, what the fuck? Then we are at Brit Brit for dancing with knives and then posting it online. How, how are we more upset about that? I, I get it. I'm a Britney Spears fan. I, I understand that she has been through a lot. I understand that a lot of people take advantage of her. That doesn't give Britney carte blanche to do whatever she wants without cause for concern. I'm just saying, we, we got to be honest here. We can be fans and stands of people, even though the stands, y'all, y'all getting out of control, not of Britney, just of everybody. But we, we got to call a spade a spade. We must. Okay, those were not fake knives. Let's not let's not let our faves lead us to be Delulu. Okay, we we gotta be so for real right now. I hope everything's okay over there, and I I want the best for Brit Brit. I cannot stress that enough. I want the best for her. The best for her is not dancing around with those knives. And I know I sound like I'm like making a joke. I'm not. That's not the best for anybody. Okay. Whew. Okay. Let's get into some shows. No, 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 no. Before we get into shows, I forgot I had one more thing. And I forgot because it's not something I usually talk about. Y'all, <laughs> a new season of The Kardashians is out on Hulu, I guess. And if you follow me on Instagram, you saw me say that randomly, and I mean so randomly, got a wild hair up my ass, started watching that show from season one. And I think I got probably like halfway through season one and I was like, I kind of had to stop one because I'm starting to feel like I need to talk about it in depth. Right. And that I don't want to talk about them. I do not want to talk about them. However, here I am talking about them. However, this is what they do. One, I was like having a visceral reaction to seeing cheating Tristan and knowing that they had not at the point that I was watching since I was watching the first season, he hadn't gotten the other lady pregnant at the same time him and Chloe were trying to um, have the second child that they have via surrogate. So I was like, ooh, that's coming. So I might really start watching again just for that drama. But I'm going to be honest with y'all. Courtney and Travis were getting on my nerves. <laughs> Courtney and Travis were getting on my nerves. And I want to say more so Travis than Courtney. And then I also was having some very, I didn't, 
like that I was starting to feel badly for Scott Disick in the sense of like him and Courtney, because he fucked that up. He had more than enough times to make that right, do the right thing. And he didn't. And it's also very creepy that he continues to date young women. I think he even said, you know, he made some creepy comments about dating young girls and I, okay. But fast forward to today, the new season came out, Courtney and Kim have been beefing, which I lightly, it's hard to not know that, 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 you know, that they've been beefing and they have this phone conversation that is so, oh God, it's like watching a train crash. You should know one thing about me. One of my favorite reality TV physical altercations is Courtney and Kim fighting. I don't know if that happened on the Hulu show or if that happened on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I, I don't know. Couldn't tell you. I've never even seen that episode. I've just seen the fight. I haven't even seen the lead up to that fight. I've just seen the beginning where they're like tugging each other's arms. And then I think Courtney like slaps Kim on the arm or something. And then Kim is like, don't you ever fucking hit me. I can't. I'm sorry, I can't. It is one of the funniest things. Kim's bob is swinging back and forth. <laughs> and, and then she does slap the shit out of Courtney a couple times. And then Courtney's screaming. She bops Kim over the head so hard at one point. Kim's face hits the wall. Her fucking foundation's on the wall. Beat on the wall. Beat against the wall and then beat on the wall. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm getting sidetracked. So this beef has been going on since they beat each other up. <laughs> and Kim, like Courtney is just like, I'm done. I'm done. Which in a sense, I get what people are saying because I guess she's been saying that she's done. She And she's like, continue to say, I'm not doing the show anymore and not doing the show anymore. But then she still does. My thing with Courtney is she tries to be the most relatable of the Kardashians and she's still very unrelatable. Cece, if you saw my um Instagram stories the fucking mayor of Malibu is on her ass because they threw a party for her poosh thing and <laughs> pretended it was a baby shower and they fast tracked the permits or whatever I made a whole joke about it but you're not you want to be the most relatable of your unrelatable family <laughs> but her and Kim are having this conversation Kim tells her we have a group chat without you labeled not Courtney. And I don't really care whose side you're on. I, Cause I, I don't have a side. Both of them. Nah. I don't care whose side you're on. You cannot deny that anybody who came to the conversation and said, you know, we have a group chat labeled, not you about you. And then she also told her, her friends come to her about her and that her kids have said shit about her as well. You cannot convince me that a person that said all of that wants the relationship to get better. That person does not want the relationship to get better. You just simply don't. Okay. I don't know where the fuck they go from there because I was looking, I was like, Kimberly, Kimberly, Kimberly Noel. What? Girl. High comedy, high comedy, very unserious. That's why I was laughing so hard. Okay. Now let's get into the show. Okay, I'm gonna start with Real Housewives of OC because that's the one I just watched most recently. It was the season finale. You know, this season of OC was fine. I don't think it was the best just because it very it very much so annoyed me that it 
it was so obvious that the women's target was Heather. Even when Shannon was right there doing all her mess, like y'all heard me say last week. And they are so hell-bent on sticking with this whole Heather, Heather, Heather narrative. They're miss they're missing out. Okay. And I do think that I think somebody said this on Twitter. I do think that this is what happens when the cast plays too much into what they see the audience saying on social media. From what I hear, I did not watch last season. Y'all know that. From what I hear, Heather didn't have a great season last season. I don't fucking know. Um, So it gives, I guess, that the cast was like, oh, it's Heather, Heather, Heather. And no, y'all need to just get in there and do your thing, right? Because I'm trying to understand, (laughs) first of all, we must talk about how Heather DeBro entered this sit-down lunch with Gina. I loved it. Loved it. If there is one thing I cannot stand, it is the pleasantries. I, if I'm upset with you and we're sitting down to have a conversation, when I first walk up, when we first go there, I'm not giving you a hug. I'm not sitting there, hey, you look so beautiful. No, no, no. Heather is like, hey, in the look she gives her, ooh, I was like, I was like, Sheree, when <laughs> was that Portia walked into Kenya's party? That was me because I loved it. And Gina is very much so, you look beautiful. And Heather's like, yeah, you too. I'm sorry. I just love that shit. Heather comes with the receipt of two teas in a pod of Teddy saying that Tamara was set. Well, I don't know if this is at BravoCon or what, but she says, let's get out of here. I don't want to hang out with these losers. And Gina's immediate reaction was okay, well, why didn't you, and actually, let me back that up. Heather says, she's talking about us, as in Heather included. Gina's reaction says, okay, why wouldn't you tell me though? (sighs) What? She just proved you wrong. She just proved y'all's little theory that you were trying to run with wrong. And your response is, why wouldn't you tell me though, as my friend, she was talking about me too. Like me as in Heather. Like, what do you, what do you, what do you, Gina, Gina, do you need to phone Emily and see if she approves of you going astray from the fucking storyline that you guys thought up? Please. Then even Emily's reaction when she hears, like, no, it was said on the podcast, like, she called us losers. Emily's like, well, Tamara calls me things all the time and I'm just kind of used to it. Are you well? Are you, are you fucking kidding me, Emily? And then I hate, I hate people. It's like, I think you guys need to have a conversation. First of all, I will talk to whoever the fuck I want to talk to. I hate the people in the middle that just can't call it how it is, right? And she, she kind of did. She was like, she, I, she told Emily, like, you're a little bit more on edge or something like that. But no, like, tell her to cut the shit, cut the scene, okay? We were wrong. Wrong. Duh. Ugh. I was just like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Of course, and Tamara and Heather get into it. I'm Heather ate the ladies up, okay? That's what happens when you play dirty. If, and I kept saying this all season, even if Heather did say things, the women, the where the women fucked up is they didn't get it on camera. They didn't bring any proof. They didn't nothing. So now it's left up to interpretation of the audience. And they did the exact opposite of what they were trying to do. Ugh amateurs some of them should know better anyways moving on to jen i uh, let me say this i think jen had a good first season as a housewife i would like to see her back y'all know i don't it's very rare 
very rare that I think a housewife shouldn't get a second season. Honestly, if they even would have given Diana from um, Beverly Hills a second season, would I have loved it? No, but I do think everybody deserves a second two seasons minimum. However, Jen, <laughs> I need her to dump Ryan. I need her to dump Ryan. Sister, sister, you know, you know that this man is not it because she sits down with him after Mexico and she says, I just need to know. I just need to know, Ryan. It's not, oh my God, can't, Tamara was incessant, like all of these things, blah, blah. And then he tells her, yeah, I slept with her, the woman, a year ago when we were broken up and I was single. So what do you want to do with this information? And he like completely railroads her. I think that's the term. Like he just like bulldozes her right through because you could tell that she didn't know that information. And he's just like, what do you want to do about it? What do you want to do about it? And he, he kind of, I don't want to say he breaks her down because the way he talks her is like kind of coddling. Like he's like, I love you. I want to be with you. It's just gross to watch. He's so fucking gross to me. Um, and you just, I feel so badly for Jen looking at her. I can tell she's so hurt. Um, and she says, you know, I'm contacted the divorce lawyer because she technically is still married to her ex. And you know, it's a $5,000 retainer. She goes, I don't have access to that type of money. Okay. I, first of all, first of all, first of all, what I, mm, I don't want to be in people's pockets, right? You got five kids. You ain't got $5,000. I don't have any kids. Like I know, but I know kids are expensive. That shit just pops up with kids. I got a dog and I know that the shit just pops up with that. He got to get a $50 flu shot on Monday. Okay. So I can only imagine how, what pops up with the kids. And I know that I guess her ex handles that, but like, girl, what do you mean? What do you mean? And do you, okay. You don't have $5,000, but do you have $2,500? Because I feel like if we are getting divorced, we should split the cost. Or if you're, if you're divorcing that rich man, then he should pay for, but tell him to pay for it. I feel like for rich people, $5,000 is, uh, is not a lot of money, you know? And then Ryan was like, if I could give it to you, I would, what do you mean? What do you mean? <gasps> oh, mess 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 i love it okay i love it but still mess we got the reunion looks also this week and the ladies are not matching they're not matching they're cohesive ish they're all wearing bright colors um heather's wearing black i don't know it's not giving what what the other housewife franchises give Speaking of, we got, well, apparently we're getting Real Housewives of New York looks tomorrow. Today, if you're listening to this, probably already seen them as you're listening to this. Jenna Lyons is wearing jeans. And it's funny because I made a video today talking about the first season of Real Housewives of Atlanta looks and how the ladies had on leggings. And I said, can y'all imagine if somebody showed up to like leggings or with casual pants on <laughs> at a Real Housewives uh, reunion today, y'all would eat them up. And then there goes Jenna Lyons with denim on. Let me, let me say this. I actually like her top half. Um, my thing about the denim is not actually the denim in the photo. It's it. I'm just going to be honest. It looks like she's trying too hard. It looks like she's trying too hard. Okay. I said it. Now, 
I might feel differently if it was dark denim, like black, but I don't know because that's not what she wore. Anyways, let's move on to Salt Lake City. Another 10 out of 10 episode. Another 10 out of 10 episode for Salt Lake City. It will be studied the way they turned this franchise around from zero to hero. In the words of the singers on Hercules. Okay. I'm, I'm appalled. Y'all know last season I was dragging them up and down a snow capped mountain. I was dragging their asses. So this is the worst fucking housewife franchise ever. <laughs> oh, I'm eating my words. So we pick back up in uh, Palm Springs at the Trixie Motel. And let me just say this. I personally feel like a lot of stuff that Whitney does is performative as far as, um, you know, being an ally. I think Whitney checks her boxes in public, like on social media and on the show to make sure she doesn't get quote unquote canceled or called out for anything. Actually, this is a great time to speak on how I feel about the whole Whitney Jenny Wynn situation. If you missed it, Jenny Wynn, who was on season two. Yeah. Two. What are we in for? Yeah. So she was on season two. She got fired because a lot of her um, previous racist problematic posts popped up. Gee, wonder where they found those. I don't know. The internet be doing its thing. And, um, she, I guess Whitney was having an event for what? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't even know Whitney had products to be honest with you. Whitney was having an event. Jenny Wynn allegedly popped up. They took a photo. The photo got posted by Jenny. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I don't follow her. And the internet saw the photo. Point blank period. And Whitney started getting a lot of backlash, I guess, from her fans. Um, again, I'm not one of those, so I don't know. The photo did pop across my timeline, and I said, oh, hmm. And I kept it moving because I'm never shocked with this shit, if I'm being so fucking honest. I guess a lot of people started calling her out. I did see on Twitter, she was like, fuck y'all. <laughs> Just like fuck y'all fuck the haters jenny showed up to my event took a, i took a photo with her she apologized to me for everything that she did and then we moved on i'm not friends with her and i don't agree with her i guess and she and then she asks mary cosby and bravo and peacock girl let me tell you something about that whitney i don't think that was the way to go to be adding your employer you showed your entire fucking hand why are you so why are you so scared First of all, don't be, leave Bravo and NBC Universal out of it, okay? I guess somebody asked Mary on Twitter, like, at Mary Cosby, how do you feel about Whitney being in this photo with Jenny Wynn? Mary replied, well, then I feel like Whitney is probably racist too. <laughs> I don't know Whitney. I'm, I'm going to say this right now. I don't know Whitney. So I don't know if Whitney is a racist. I can't say that right? She's never done anything race that appears to be racist to me. Okay. But Mary Cosby is that lady that works with her and works in close quarters with her. And what I'm not going to do is discount another black woman's, uh, you know, relationship and what she's seen for her own eyes. Again, what I do feel like is Whitney ticks a lot of boxes and she's more scared of coming off as a racist than maybe possibly doing the work and understanding why people may be upset with her for taking a picture with Jenny Wynn. With that being said, I don't think the way 
to go about this was everybody adding her saying XYZ, ABC, blah, 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 right? I think sometimes as I think it's fair for her fans to like ask questions, but as somebody who has, I don't have Whitney's following, but I do have following on social media, it can be a lot when people are come at you with force. Got that. Ain't nobody come at, came at me about being ignorant before, right? But it can be a lot on the flip side of that. Because here's my other thing. What y'all are going to do if Whitney is friends with that lady, all you're going to do by calling her out is make her hide the fact that she's friends with her. It's not, it's not gonna be honest. There's no learning coming from bombarding that lady's comment sections, DMs, anything like that. It's just gonna push her into a space where she's adding her employer to make sure they know that she's not <laughs> like, girl, why did you do that? <laughs> Please. Anyways, Whitney then makes a video. I don't know what came first, the video or the tweet. They pretty much say the same thing. But she says, I hate that I have to take time off with my family and address you fucking haters. And I'm sorry, why do you keep using the F word? Why, why do you just, she's like, fuck y'all. I'm not friends with Jenny Wynn and da 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 da. Girl, you already said this, okay? Now, this is where I feel like she should have phoned a publicist, a friend, Justin, maybe. Maybe Justin told her to say that shit and that's why she got on there and said that. It really could have just been, y'all, I know that you're upset and you have a lot of questions. I had an event. Jenny showed up. I guess Jenny showed up with the camera crew. Jenny showed up. She apologized to me, which we'll get into that part in a second. I really didn't think anything of it because I was being pulled in a bunch of different directions as this was my event. I stopped, I smiled, and then I moved on. Again, I understand how this looks, but I, I don't interact with her like that. It was just a smile and go. It, that's all you could have said, but you want to fuck y'all. Did it, did it, did it, did it, did it. Relax. So then Jenny gets on her Instagram, I guess. And I've only seen part of this video by way of other people reposting it because I tried to watch it. And quite frankly, I, I didn't like the way she was talking. The way Jenny went about a whole bunch of things, whole bunch of things. I have not forgotten that she pulled a black person that used to work for her out of the woodwork and said, sit and did an interview, sit down interview with them and made them talk about how she's not racist. What? Okay. You know what I mean? Like girl, please. But she, along with like kind of followed the same energy as Whitney and was like, fuck you guys. And I said, see, th this is what this builds because first of all, Whitney, you gave her the opportunity to get the acknowledgement and the, you know, publicity that she wanted from this. And now she thinks y'all are on some girl gang shit. Fuck the haters. They don't know what they're talking about. Buh, 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 buh. No, like she thinks y'all are linked up girl. And she, you, you said fuck the haters. So now she can say fuck y'all too. Like both of y'all need to calm down first and for fucking most since we're throwing F-bombs out left and right. Both of y'all need to calm down, right? Address people. I, I don't think Jenny need to say anything, but I already said how Whitney should have handled it. When it comes to Whitney saying, oh, she apologized to me. Girl, what she had to apologize to you for? I hope it was not them posts 
them racist posts because I just cannot see a reason why you would be accepting any apologies on behalf of racist posts against black folks. Couldn't understand that. And that's again why you should have owned a publicist. I'm gonna be honest, okay? Again, I don't know. I can't remember if it was a slow Bravo day or what, but people, I feel like everybody need to calm down. I felt like everybody needed to calm the fuck down on them damn F words. So back into Salt Lake City. I feel like a lot of things that Whitney does is performative down to this whole, like, we're going to get into drag makeup and drag inspire and do, you know, a kind of a drag race themed night because of Trixie. And then she also uses that to weaponize against Meredith, even though Meredith is not the only housewife that didn't dress up. Okay. She's like, we have a once in a life or no, she says it's for Trixie. Trixie asked us to do this. I said, that's really weird, Whitney, because you said you're taking over and you planned a drag inspired night. So what is it? Did you hijack Meredith's, Meredith's trip? Yes, you did. And then you planned a drag inspired night because you're at the Trixie motel. Or did Trixie want y'all to do this? I don't like, I don't like that shit. Okay. Because again, yes, Whitney, I know that Whitney is always at the pride parties and things like that. And ABCDEFG. I think that shit is performative. And I think she knows exactly what to say. Am I saying I think Whitney's ignorant? No, I don't think Whitney's ignorant. I don't know. You know, I don't know Whitney's real like feelings on LGBTQ plus community. I know she seems to be an ally, but I don't know. I've never heard Whitney talk about those things. If we're being so very honest, I feel like a lot of times y'all see even celebrities, but especially these housewives at these pride events and things like that. And you're automatically like, oh my God, like they're allies. They're not. They're meanwhile voting for legislators, politicians that actively work against the LGBTQ plus community to ban laws that are harmful to them. So I need to ask you, would you rather them be at the pride party and throw a great pride party and donate to these harmful uh, politicians in private? Or would you rather them not be at the pride party, not playing in our faces and you know, put their money where their mouth is and educate themselves. You know what I mean? I just think it's again, all for show. Um, Meredith with no Meredith, Lisa and Mary did not participate in the drag competition. Now I will say, I do feel like Meredith just needed to put a wig on and she would have looked a little bit more in drag because her makeup actually was um, it was, it was very much so giving, uh, Marsha, 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 my drag race people know who, what know that reference. Meredith's makeup was giving Marsha, 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 if we're being very honest. Um, so, which is, you know, minimal. It's not your typical drag makeup, like Trixie. It definitely ain't Trixie Mattel. Um, and Lisa has a meltdown about her face. It's my face and I'm a team player and I don't want to be Lisa is so fucking out of touch. I know y'all love that lady. And speaking of out of touch, I know y'all say, I love my housewives out of touch. I think y'all say that when it's convenient for you. But if the cause of them being out of touch isn't 
aligned with what you want it to be aligned with. And if you don't like the, um, if you don't like the housewife, then you're like, no, she needs to be in touch. Right. All of these, all these women suck in one way, shape or form. They, they really do. So we got to pick what lane of sucky we like and go with that. However, I don't like my sucky to be ignorant. And I will just say this, Lisa said some things that were very telling to me. She said, I don't want to go out looking ugly because Lisa associates drag with ugliness. That's why she said that. Period. Because if it was really about the $60,000 glam that I fly in, I have on retainer and I go and go to the grocery store with, then she would have just talked to the makeup artist and said, hey, we're doing drag inspired makeup tonight. Um, use all this stuff that Trixie gave us that Giselle in North Carolina would kill to have and do your best drag look. And she could have told the girls, I'm not doing my own makeup because I paid her to be here. But all that damn crying and shit, because I don't care how I look. Speaking of that 60 glam, 60K on glam, like I said online, 60K is really Lisa's number. 60K ring, 60K glam. Um, when it comes to the glam for the grocery store, I don't believe for a second that Lisa gets glam to go to Trader Joe's. You're going to spend more time in glam to even drive to shop and get back home. You either get, I don't even know if Lisa goes to the fucking grocery store. I don't think Lisa's life is actually how she tries to make it. I think she plays it up for y'all. So y'all can be like, she's iconic. She's this. Lisa's fine for the show. Don't get me wrong. She's fine. But I just think that that's the type of behavior that breeds into a Bethany fucking Frankel. And when she does something super ignorant, y'all gonna be like, what? Lisa fucking donated Ted Cruz. You know why she doesn't want to get in drag makeup. Don't be dense. Don't be fucking dense. Okay. Come on now. So the ladies and Mary just, Mary put on like a platform shoe in a wig <laughs> and called it a day. She really didn't say anything about it either. I don't know. Listen, on one hand, I understand what the ladies are saying when they're like, why did you come here? If you're just going to sit in the van as a viewer though, she was, that was 10 out of 10 commentary. That shit was fucking hilarious. And I think that we're at a point where you can enjoy Mary sitting in a van and say, just say that is funny. And then also admit that, you know, damn well, why Mary didn't get in that drag, you know? Okay. So let's not play. Right. Um, I feel like there's one more thing from Salt Lake city that I want to discuss, but blah, 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 blah. Oh Yeah. Whitney keeps harping on the fact that actually there's a couple things. <laughs> Whitney keeps harping on the fact that <laughs> Meredith, why didn't you get in a drag? Why didn't you get in drag? How dare you? Blah, blah. First of all, meanwhile, meanwhile, her friend, Lisa Barlow did not, not only did she not get in a drag, she had a full fucking meltdown over it. By the way, everybody freaking out about, oh my God, Lisa's face, Lisa's face. Lisa looks her age. She looks fine. She, she looks fine. She looks her age. I mean, not everybody gets their face pulled super fucking taut like Meredith. I think Meredith looks great though. I'll be honest. Meredith looks great. Anyways, everybody looks right. I'm really fine, you know, but, uh, Whitney is incessant about it. And that's the thing that irritates shit about me about Whitney. She will try and stand 10 toes down on the wrong fucking hill. Meanwhile, Another, like the same thing is happening with somebody that she likes right in front of her face and she like doesn't hold them accountable. And she's like, 
Lisa, like, she just needs to feel comfortable. What if Meredith wanted to feel comfortable? However, Meredith, just say that shit. Meredith, just say. Whitney, you invited somebody I don't like on my trip, got her cussing at my dinner table, and then you hijack my trip again, and you plan a fucking event for it. I'm not dressing up for your shit. Just like you didn't want to be a team player and just simply show up to my shit. Done. In the words of Ella from Love Island. Done. Say that shit. I need you to stop bringing up this fucking kid that was sick. This is like the second time Meredith has brought up sick children. Who's sick? It's not funny. Sick kids aren't funny. Who is sick? Shit. Oh, Angie. Angie and Lisa got ate the fuck up by Monica. And I don't care if y'all don't like Monica or not. Monica ate them the fuck up. Now, why Monica started crying about Lisa being out of touch is beyond me. Because, girl, tell that lady she out of touch and that she, you've heard the term 60, the number 60K, come out of her mouth too much on this trip and she might be a liar and call it a day. Don't cry. Don't cry, Monica. Okay? And people are calling Monica broke. I just want to point something out. And again, fighting, fighting. Well, I wouldn't fight for my life in the comment section on this. But I did point out that Real Housewives was never based on people being rich. Okay. And I'm using air quotes there because we've had so many housewives with money troubles. And if you want to like talk about housewives being rich, when... Potomac came on, Robin Dixon had, notably, according to Ashley, let Ashley tell it right, had $25 in her bank account. That's not rich. Now, I don't know how much money Monica has. I, I don't. But I do know that she, because people are like, oh, you talking about you went to buy a Louis Vuitton bag to fit in, da, 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 da. Yeah, so y'all are contradicting yourselves because your average person cannot go buy a $5,000 Louis Vuitton bag. If they don't have a little bit of money, even if she put it on a credit card, if she was broke, broke like that, she wouldn't have a credit card to reach that limit to buy that Louis Vuitton bag. Y'all get what I'm saying? So Monica may be quote unquote broke in the terms of when it comes to the other housewives on this show, but something tells me she's not broke, broke. She ain't living in a two bedroom, two bathroom, uh, 1200 square foot apartment like me. Like, you know what I mean? So, and I feel like people only break out that broke term when it comes to a housewife they don't like. I get what she was saying with Lisa. I don't, I get what she was saying and I do agree with her being like, you're just an out of touch bitch. Like, I don't fuck with you. I, I get that, right? I just don't understand the crying. But what I will say is she was eating them up and keeping that wig on her head. She was kind of low-key giving me a uh, Hispanic Tracy Turnblatt from hairspray <laughs> it was all in the wig to be honest blonde hispanic tracy turn black the shit was fucking hilarious these women are in just shambles shambles and i don't ever want them to come back together heather i'm getting back on team heather i'm gonna let y'all know right now i'm getting back on team heather don't ask me why don't ask me to explain myself but when we when, when she start arguing with folks i'm gonna take her side i'm just kidding y'all know my call how i see it <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get into the conversation with Emma, where we talk about Roni again. I'm going to let y'all know, I'm, we're talking about race. I don't have time 
for people to want to act like the obvious isn't here. So if you are dense and you think that none of that, none of Aaron's reaction was microaggressive or anything like that, I, I suggest you just exit the podcast now. Okay. I won't even know who you are, smooches, but it will, it's going to, we're going to talk about it and you might feel like it's a little ranty. Okay. And one thing I want to say is if y'all don't think like microaggressions are real, I just implore you to look at one of the fucking, uh, what is that ratings and review I got about me allegedly ranting about Jennifer Aniston and Jamie Foxx. When I was told I was ranting, even though I was very careful with my words, I was very cautious about that conversation because I did not want it to come off as ignorant. But however, since I said Jennifer Aniston was being a Karen and Jamie Foxx, I didn't, I don't know. I said Jennifer Aniston being a Karen. That's apparently that person's issue. Since I didn't address, talk about Jennifer Aniston properly, I was quote unquote ranting. The facts are there. The facts are there to know that that wasn't a fucking rant. So that's that. We're going to get in this conversation with Emma and we'll be right back. Okay, welcome back. And for the second part of this episode to discuss Roni from this past weekend, I am joined by one of my newest but greatest internet friends, Emma. Hi, thank you for having me on again. I'm so happy to be here. I'm happy to have you here because you always get get it right when it you always get it right. And I remember when I first saw you on Twitter, I was like, the first couple of times I was like, oh, she has really good opinions, like da da da. But like I'm very cautious before I follow people mm-hmm. because I'm like, I don't know. Sometimes I get overexcited and then the person ends up having terrible terrible yes. uh, opinions but we started on summer house now we are on roni together fighting in the twitter streets by ourselves literally we are in the trenches together and i would have it no other way to be honest no when i i little t there is somebody on twitter that we will not mention but she is another black woman and she i had to mm-hmm. message emma the other day when talking about roni because she i don't want to say she trolls us but i had a tweet that went to like all around the housewife circuit um threads and like everybody was retweeting which like people think they want that but then they don't because the craziness come and she popped up on mine trying to argue about fucking ralph she was a ralph defender oh and she got what was coming for her that day because I was like, oh, I'm not engaging with you. I'm not engaging with you. You're mad. And <laughs> then everybody else on the uh, tweet was like, oh, no, bitch, I have time. And then I actually muted the thread. And the next thing I know, some I, somebody in my mentions, it said like, oh, we must have made her mad. So I was like, oh, I know they're not talking about me. And then I looked at everything and I was like... I was like, oh, she got eaten up. Wish I felt bad. I don't. <laughs> and then I had a message him. I was like, girl, do not engage with her. She is yeah, not. I, I couldn't even engage with her at that point because she blocked me. So, you know, I guess I make her <laughs> real mad. I don't know. <laughs> no, like it's just so much. So we're going to get into this latest episode of Roni because it is so nuanced, y'all. And I just feel like there are so many differing conversations and opinions going on. 
Um, and you know, it's been a rough week for me in the comment section, uh, over yeah. on TikTok. I blocked so many people, um, mm -hmm. you know, as much as people want to say like, oh, this isn't about race. This isn't about race. It is. It okay. Is. The breakdown of the argument between Emma and Uba does come down to race because it comes down to the responses and the words that people were using are directly yeah. related to microaggressions, which is what this resulted to. No, this is not an argument that was stemmed from a place of race, mm -hmm. but it is an argument that got taken to levels and responses were made that were microaggressive at the end of the day. So absolutely. We picked up at the episode that um, where the phone had been taken, the ladies were getting ready to go on the excursion the next day. Aaron and Uba start getting into it and Uba snatches the glasses off of her face. Now I want to ask you how you feel about the glasses being snatched. Off <laughs> well, me as like a person with common sense, I'm mm -hmm. obviously like, she shouldn't have taken the sunglasses. I'm, I'm fully about the fact that she shouldn't have mm -hmm. taken the sunglasses. You don't ever want to resort to that level, especially as a woman of color, especially as a black woman, um, because it's going to be seen as 10 times worse, mm -hmm. um, even though so many worse things have happened on the Real Housewives franchise. Mm -hmm. um, but my take is she definitely should have not taken the glasses. However, my take as an Uba stan, trying to defend her against all of these like Karens and people who are like, it's not about racism. I'm like, Erin needed to be put in her place. And if it had to be Uba snatching the glasses off of her face to show her don't mess with her, then so be it. So. Yes. I, I agree. I don't, would I have taken the sunglasses off? No, I have dealt with enough Aaron slash Karens in my life, even just being 31, that letting them act a fool by themselves is for me the best response. And sometimes I laugh in their face and that makes them even more mad. However, for me, not getting into the respectability of it all, because I do feel like personally, people who are talking about Uba taking the sunglasses are leaning into respectability politics because we are completely ignoring the fact that Aaron came at Uba first. This argument, mm -hmm. when, as far as the sunglasses go, or the sunglasses getting taken off rather, is quite literally not about the phone. It's not, that's not, Uba's response to Aaron taking her phone was actually to ignore Aaron. Yeah. That Absolutely. was her immediate response. It was Absolutely. to ignore Aaron. She tried to ignore her. And that is why Aaron was so upset. Because for her, she's hearing and seeing how dare she ignore me. There yep. were a couple of things that Aaron said this episode that were dog whistles. And I just have to say, a lot of people are like, oh, please, it's not a dog whistle. The point of a dog whistle is not that we all hear it exactly okay but that the fact that you're here commenting it's not a dog whistle blah, 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 exactly makes it a fucking dog whistle exactly okay. yep. had aaron just let uba ignore her for the next two hours who knows where we would have been yeah who knows where we would have been but she couldn't she couldn't mm -hmm. fucking take it Mm -hmm. And I think Erin is so used to getting her way mm -hmm. and she's so used to, I think, doing things in a way that has people react in a certain way. And so for Uba, I think this being, especially as a black woman, I think she probably expected her to act a certain way and she didn't, she didn't even pay her any mind. And so for Uba, I think to respond in that way, and Erin was just like, 
this isn't what I wanted. This is what I'm, this isn't what I'm used to. Mm -hmm. And so she then had to, you know, um, go and provoke her and mm -hmm. instigate that fight because she knew that Aaron, she knew that Uba wasn't talking about her and like saying shit about her. She was just saying like, oh, Aaron's upstairs and like whatever she was saying. And, you know, so for Aaron to go and say, keep my name out of your mouth, like to me, those are fighting words. I don't know about you. Well, what I find weird is the way Aaron said, don't say my name. Yeah. Because it wasn't, like, uh, if I, if me being me, if I feel like you're mad at me and I hear you saying my name, I'm going to be like, do you have something to say? Aaron said it as in a, don't you say my name. I don't want you speaking my name as right. if her name is like not to be breathed at all. And I find that weird again, mm -hmm. as a reaction to someone who's ignoring me now, if she would have said, okay, Uba, you're ignoring me one second. Then I walk up and you're saying my name, like what's going on. That is right. another thing, but it was the, I don't want you saying my name. And I was like, the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. And again, would my reaction to be to take off the sunglasses? No, I don't think Uba should have done that. But I do find it very disrespectful for Aaron to be trying to tell her something with her sunglasses on, if I'm being so honest. Mm -hmm. I, I, I just do. Yeah. And I didn't even think about that component, but I think it's, I can understand why Uba was like, take off your sunglasses when you're talking to me. Yeah. Kind of thing. Well, you know, like I, after the fact, I get it after I, like I had rewatched the episode. Um, but yeah, I just, I think, I thought it was very interesting how she's like, don't talk about me, but like, she was ignoring you. So like, which one do you want? Do you want to talk about? Also, I don't understand why Aaron didn't just go and apologize like as soon as she heard uba was upset about her taking her phone i like if i pulled a prank and it wasn't landing i would have said oh my god i'm so sorry like i didn't mean for it to get you so upset i'm so sorry right it, but exactly. instead she wanted to double down and be upset about uba's response but she was super like uba had every right to feel how she felt about her property being taken right and and then not only that, she wants to be also upset about how Uba responded to the whole situation being, you know, ignoring her. And I presume it was because she was so upset and worked up mm -hmm. that she didn't want to say something probably out of turn. And Aaron was like, no, 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 no. We're going to do this on my terms. Exactly. And we saw that when she later in the episode, when they tried to talk the first time when they all came back from the excursion. Mm -hmm. Um, and she was like, no, 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 I want to talk now. And Uba was like, oh, I got to go find my phone. Like, da, da, da. she was like, no, 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 when are we going to have this? I want to have this now. Like, everything was always on Aaron's Her time. terms. I didn't, I, I didn't appreciate that. Oh, and we'll, we'll get there in a second. But I do want to point out something that the podcast, A Gay and His MB, pointed out. And I was like, I really didn't even think about this. But I know people who do things like this. Uba left, Uba does not keep great track of the phone at all. My God, Uba, girl, okay, <laughs> I have to point that out. But Uba left the phone in the Uber. And if y'all listen to my previous episodes, I even said, I saw the phone charging in the yep. Uber. And I said, that phone, I, I literally said, and it's probably production, like making sure to pan to the phone. But I did, I said, that phone is still charging. And I don't know how many people have charged their phone in a car, in an Uber, and then have been like, oh shit. Yep. But- the Uber, Uber, the Uber driver got her phone and said, yep. Uber, Uber. Mm -hmm. And Aaron was the one that turned around and said, oh my gosh, she took, she lost the phone, blah, blah. Had the Uber driver or had 
Aaron not intercepted the Uber driver calling Uba's name, he would have just continued to walk and give the phone to Uba. Exactly. Aaron did take the phone. Exactly. Now, it's completely different with wherever she fucking misplaced the phone, you know, when they were sitting down. But she right. would have gotten the phone back because the Uber driver would have continued to give it to her. The Uber driver said, oh, this is her friend. Okay, I'll give it to her. But Aaron said, give it to me. Right. So right. You, you did take the phone. Right. Yeah. And if not, it wouldn't have sat in the Uber. But the sequence of events and the lady's seeming response to it is crazy to me because when Jenna Lyons says Uber has a switch that is flipped, I oh. tweeted this. I don't I don't speak for all black women, even though there are quite a few black women who said, nah, girl, <laughs> you already know what the fuck it is. Right. You invited me to your house, house Emma, and you and you were like, just come over, blah, blah, blah. And I showed up and a camera crew was there and I showed up in my sweats and stuff. I would be like, okay, this fuck? bitch isn't my friend. Yeah. I would be like, what the like, fuck? Why are you setting like, me up for failure? Yeah, exactly. And the way the camera showed it, I, Uba just says what it is. She just says, if there's going to be a camera crew here, I need to know. I don't want to be here with all of you in hair and makeup, even if it's an everyday hair and makeup, uh, Lisa Barlow's 60,000 grocery store beat. Right. I deserve to be, have the opportunity to be in, you know, hair and makeup and be in the know. Be right. in the know. Okay. That's right. the least you can do. Just because Jenna Lyons is extremely conflict avoid, conflict avoided doesn't mean that she flipped a switch on you. And exactly. Jenna Lyons, you know, everybody sees her as this like Greek chorus. Oh, she's quote unquote woke. She's a member of the LGBTQ community, blah, blah. She's still a white woman. Absolutely. She's still a white woman. So I need everybody to realize that while Jenna Lyons is, does seem to be extremely educated and, you know, on these topics and, you know, something she, at the end of the day is still a white woman, you are never done learning certain yeah. things and you never are there's there's no level to that that you get to where you can't have an ignorant moment and yeah. I think that Jenna Lyons had an ignorant moment I don't think she should have involved herself um I find it weird that she wanted to coddle Aaron and she's mm -hmm. like let me go get your sunglasses back and then Uba said no she's like really really go back over the get away from me yeah. get away from me yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Like I, I just, I didn't like that whatsoever. Do I like hold it against Jenna Lyons? No, but I think if you're so conflict avoidant, if you just think Uba flips this switch, then you should stay out of it. And for her to make the comment, oh, we've all had our feet felt, held to the fire except for Uba. That's not true. Sigh. And I just want to point out the person doing most of the feet holding to the fire is your fucking is friend, Aaron. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like, and not to mention, Aaron just threw Jenna under the bus a day prior, you know, yeah. with just airing out all of the shit that when she was supposed to be a friend and being there mm -hmm. for her after her surgery and Jenna was confiding in her. And she went and took that to the girls and was trying to be messy as she has been. So uh, listen, I Jenna, I was looking at her sideways when she made those comments, because to me, Uba was just trying to let you know, hey, if there's hair and makeup here, or sorry, if we're going to be, you know, on Bill. camera, mm -hmm. I would like to look my best. She looked fantastic, by the she way. She did. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> she looked I was like, if that's how you look without makeup, like, oh my God, she looks gorgeous. But, and not even from a standpoint as a friend, but as like a coworker mm -hmm. on set, 
this show, right? Mm -hmm. Like you, like, I think you would be doing, you know, that's a no brainer to tell me over filming, like, you know, do what you got to do. So, but yeah, Jenna saying a lot of those dog whistles really had me looking at her sideways. I did not appreciate it because like you said, I feel like Uba just told her straight, if there's going to be cameras, let me know. And people were acting like Uba like killed somebody's firstborn child when she said well, that. Here's the thing. Those same people that were acting as if Uba was being a diva and being like so unreasonable mm -hmm. with asking to be let know that there was going to be cameras there were the same, probably the same people praising Lisa Barlow for her fucking meltdown about not wanting to be in drag makeup later on in the week, like two days, not two days later when that mm -hmm. episode, you can't get on Uba and blame Uba for simply being told, Hey, I would like to know if cameras were here so I can have my look hair and makeup and outfit. Yeah. yeah. Look presentable to my standards. And then yeah. praise Lisa Barlow for freaking out because she flew her $60,000 glam <laughs> to Palm Springs and I have them on retainer. Like, no, you don't get to pick and choose. Like, I, I'm I'm sorry. I am sick of this in the housewife space, but moving on because I only have Emma for limited time. <laughs> we go out to have the rest of the day. Uba does the same thing. She like continues to like, she doesn't, and I praise her because I kind of have an issue with this. If I get into a conflict with somebody and I'm gonna, it's gonna show, I am gonna bring the vibe down, which is why a lot of times I will separate myself because mm -hmm. I will be like, I will air all this motherfucking shit out <laughs> right now on everybody. Yeah. And we will not have a good time. Yeah. But, you know, she she continues on. I, I kind of understood what Bryn was saying when she, at first I was like, but Bryn was saying you are 97% right. But once you did that, that's all they're going to see. Do mm -hmm. I agree with it? No, but she is correct. And I, again, yeah. it leans into respectability politics because I hate that. I yeah. hate that. Aaron, just because Aaron was crying doesn't make her right. I have right. told so many white women that in my life, and I'm going to put emphasis on white women, our tears, and there's a video circulating right now that explains it very well. Our tears don't matter the same as white women white tears. tears. Yeah. I will never forget. I don't cry at work. I've made a habit not to, I just, I'm not a crying in general, but mm -hmm. there's a situation at work um, where I had to talk to a server and because she had not only terrible attitude, didn't clean up, like didn't do the job. Okay. Right. And then she would go around and say like, Giselle's so mean to me. Giselle hates me. She doesn't laugh with me, blah, blah. I was like, Ugh. you literally just show up to work when you want to. And if you're around, like, I will speak to you. Like, I don't, mm -hmm. you know, not include you anything. So I sat her down. And I was like, hey, I understand that you feel like there's an issue here. I'm telling you now, like, there is not. I want you to understand these are the things, you know, I have to write you up for doing this. I have, that is part of my job. She's like, right. I, and when I tell y'all, it was, she was twisting her neck and she was like, I'm going to tell you, you don't like me. For context, our our boss, our entire boss, the GM of this restaurant was a man. He made it very clear that he wanted to, he was sexually attracted to her. Other servers knew that. And they mm. would say like, oh, she's the favorite. She's the favorite. I was leaving that out of it. I just said, I know you get away with certain things with other managers, but I can't mm. allow that. Okay. I have to treat everybody the same. And if anybody else was acting like you, I would give them the same repression to you get. And she was twisting her neck at me. Da -da, and I, she was like, you just don't like me. And she said something along the lines of being jealous. And I was like, so we're going to end it there. 
I said, I'm not going to continue this conversation with you. And I'll never forget as soon as I put my hand on the office door and opened it up, it was like somebody yelled and action. And she was like, Oh my God. She was bawling. And I was terrified. I yeah. was like, I was shocked because there was a whole staff of people outside on the other end of that door. She is now bawling. Like I just sat in there and reamed into her. I am like immediately like, fuck, I don't even have a witness here to like say. Right, back you up. And yeah, and I was like, and immediately I was like, Giselle, that's your fault. You are so stupid for like, and then I was like, no, no, your job. You just, you had to have a witness. And again, the people on the other side, they were like, had to have one in any yeah you know, they were like what happened what did happen and I was just like oh my god it turned into an HR issue Ugh. okay because Giselle made me cry and then I will never forget the, what manifested from that was I had to sit down with the boss that found her attractive and HR and I told him I said I just gave went over the talking points that you guys gave me with the talk that you told me to have with her and right. I started crying and the response to me crying was we'll give you a minute so you can clean yourself up and then we can continue this conversation. And I was like, oh, my oh that's God. crazy. I was like, no, that's crazy. Not. Yeah. It's, it's And so that's why, like, at one point I was like, Uba, just start crying. But then I was like, no, because then they no. would look at you like, you're so weak and, you know, like, whatever your tears, it, her tears don't mean as much. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, exactly. You know? And like, I even tweeted, like, I'm, I was actually very triggered by all that crying that Aaron was doing. I yeah. was so triggered because I was like, you are not owning up to your part at all. It is crazy to me that instead mm-hmm. of realizing, like if my friend were ignoring me after a prank, I would give them a minute and then I would be like, hey, are you ready to talk? And I would say in no way, shape or form did I think that that was going to manifest into you ignoring me all day. And right. for that, I'm sorry, but please don't push me in the pool because if I can't, we can't do this back and forth, then it's not worth it. Erin immediately goes into, actually, she should be thinking actually it was not I was like taking accountability which she has an accountability problem and it's so irritating to see and you can tell she's so used to getting her way and I've said I tweeted this and it's exemplified by the fact that the first and only person she seemed to call was her father to tell him (laughs) about she did I said oh I already know what this is she lied through her teeth she called her father which I'm sure she's done a million times before Mm -hmm. when she's gotten into a fight so he can feed her delusions um to her alternative facts that she fed him she lied about she left out the fact that she instigated the fight Uba never said that she wasn't going to give the sunglasses back she said she had it for two minutes she had it for an hour and 15 minutes at the least you know it was just all of these things and he was just feeding her delusions it was crazy yeah in the words of nini to cynthia it's done gone from two to four to six okay then that's what i said about erin when everybody was like she had them for like um i had the phone for like a minute i said y'all realize it went from 45 minutes to an hour to two minutes with her dad okay like and my thing is I will give her an hour because who knows? You got back to the house, you guys chilled by the pool. And then, but everybody was in bed by the time they started looking for that phone. Everybody was in bed, lights were out. So that is my thing that was telling that I said it was at least an hour because that gives them maybe 30, 45 minutes to chill by the pool. And then I said, maybe if it was just when everybody first started, like first went back to their room, she realized she didn't have it. But like you said, to jump to the point, 
I don't, I think it's fair for Uba to point out you've had a problem with her. You've had a problem with her. And now it's my turn. Do you guys realize what this is? However, it's been translated to the audience and, you know, a lot of the audience like, oh, Uba's just using her excuse to air out everybody else's. No, if I'm the last person to have a problem with y'all and I've been mm -hmm. standing up for this girl, I'm yeah. going to be like, actually, now I understand. I was standing up for you, but now you've had an isolated incident with every single one of us. Right. And like I said, I think I said it on Twitter, it becomes one of those things like that season of Summer House with Hannah Burner, the last season oh. she was on. Everybody has a reason, an issue that they do need to address with you. But now we can't do that because it looks like a pile on. Right. But where do we draw the line at whose issue gets to be addressed right. to what extent without it seeming like a pile on. And it's not fair because instead of looking at, wow, this one person has done these things to all these different people, it's looked at as, wow, they we're, they're ganging up on her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that that's not it. And like I said, my issue gonna get addressed. <laughs> my, my issue is going to get addressed. I, the rest of y'all handle that how the fuck you want to. I will not, I will not be addressing my shit. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I think there's multiple points that I wanted to make. One being that Erin, I think, knew she shouldn't have done it in the first place by mm -hmm. the fact, the sheer fact that she kept on decreasing the amount of time that she had it. Mm -hmm. um, and I just think that was so telling because like, if you, like also, furthermore, you said that they were all asleep. They were already in bed. And I fully 110% believe that she would have kept the phone mm -hmm. all night. Yeah, Uba not found it, exactly. and I just think it's so ridiculous that she was like, "Well, I gave it back to her when she asked." Like that's not, this, a prank. This is not a prank. A prank is you like you know taking her phone real quick and being like, "Oh my god, Uba, where's your phone?" and like helping her try to find it, and then be mm -hmm. like, "Oh, haha, I had it." Not you just taking her phone, nobody knowing, like whatever. Exactly, and that, then even when Sai and them were like. Oh, I, I actually would have been mad. Erin, really? Really? Bitch, really? They already, yes. That's what they said. That's what they said. Really? Yeah. Like, yeah, the sheer you know amazement that she can't do anything wrong. Like, and it's just because Erin is so unfunny. I've not seen such an unfunny housewife. The things that she thinks are you so fucking her. funny <laughs> is just, I hate her. I've never, like, it's just, I'm like, get her off my screen. I have a visceral, rea visceral reaction whenever I see her because I feel like she's so out of touch. And I'm just like, you think this is so funny. And like, nobody finds this funny at all. And people yeah. have told you I would be pissed too. And I think Sai was downplaying how pissed she would be. I know if Sai's, she's an influencer. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you know how much that yeah. would disrupt your, your bag. Like, you know, you would be more than annoyed. So why aren't you there? I, I I was really annoyed at how she didn't try to defend Uba. And I'm very happy at how Uba said, well, stop butting in because then I'm going to have to correct you. And Sai said, I don't want the smoke. And yeah. she couldn't take Sai really made my ass itch. You, look, I got to tell you, you're <laughs> right. You know, I was trying to see it for Sai. Every week you were like, Giselle, Giselle, Giselle. I needed you to come back to planet Earth. Because I'm, I'm back. I'm back. Okay. Thank because you. Sai really pissed me off when she said, yes, it's true. Black women are looked at as more aggressive when they're feeling their emotions. But this ain't that. First of all, Sai, first of all, I thought, I thought Sai was Black and Latina. I thought she was out for Latina. 
everybody on the internet is confused now because when I said she's mixed, they were like, is she? I know mm. that Sai doesn't have the same experience that me and you have. I will Absolutely. say that. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that it doesn't, even if I thought Uba was wrong from Monday to Sunday, from beginning to end, I still would not discount another black person's experience and how they said they were feeling mm -hmm. in that moment, in that conflict, because what do you gain by that? You are mm -hmm. acting as if, you, and, be, and that's how ignorant white people, ignorant people in general are going to take it. They're going right. to say, well, that's a person of color. She's got some black in her. And she said she's not upset by it. Yeah. She said that sometimes she, it she, looks like that, but not this time. And they're going to take that and run with it. And that's exactly what happened on Twitter, too. Mm -hmm. Somebody said, well, Sai and Bryn said this, this, and that. And I'm like, that doesn't negate Uba's feelings and what we saw. Like, and I just think, like, Sai was playing both sides of the field. Hardly. She was hardly playing both sides of the she's field. She's up Aaron's but ass so far. She's so up Aaron's ass. And I don't understand why. I don't understand why, but Sai had the opportunity as another black woman or Afro-Latina, whatever, to be there for Uba. And she just wasn't. And I'm happy that Uba had Jessel for sure, because like, I just don't think anybody would have stood up for Uba. Like, obviously Uba had to stand up for herself, mm -hmm. but like, I just don't think if like Jessel was there that Uba, somebody would have had Uba's back in that, in that, you know, discussion of, you know, the dog whistles and the tropes that we were seeing at play. Yeah, I agree 100% too. Jessel was not fucking with Aaron. Jessel is absolutely done. And I need, we need to get back to that list because I do need to see it. Um, I loved it. I love when she said one time we can go two times. It's in my notes. App. I said, yes, yes, bitch. Because this has been a build up with Aaron and Jessel for sure. And Aaron has this thing with, because let, let's be so very honest. Uba is not only, she's black, but she's African, African. and she's, she lived, she grew up in Canada. Yeah. Or I don't, well, she spent a good chunk of time in Canada. I don't know if she grew up there all the way. But in uh, with Jessel and her, you know, family story, the immigration story and things like that, Erin says very, very ignorant things. And again, she wants to call Uba immature. When Uba gives her, her sunglasses off, somebody else needs to touch those before oh I touch God. them. I, Bitch, you're I, 35. And, and you keep telling Uber, that's what my kids do. That's what my kids do. They throw fits and then they go sit in the corner. Kids say, I'm not touching that because they just touched it. So you act like your kids. Literally. Literally. I, I just, I, and again, to your point, even when her communication, and I don't know, I don't know what will happen at the reunion if her feet will actually be held to the fire. Her communication is piss poor. Uba, come. Careful. Uba come. Oh, I want to oh talk about this right God. now. There's another person in the argument, Aaron. Like there's another person to that's feelings need to be considered here. Mm -hmm. And it, it, she, she is in, I think she's incapable, incapable of considering other people's feelings unless they like cower to her. Yeah. Jenna Lyons in a way did cower to her because she was like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Like I'm, I'm, I didn't grow up like this. I didn't like, you know what I mean? Right. right yes. Right, it's right. Jenna Lyons, but no matter which way you guys fight it, they did make her like, they well, beat her down. They beat her down to the point she cried. And I don't think they ever thought they were going to see her cry. Yeah. But I think that, that speaks to the, speaks to the, I think the point of the fact that I think that there were very, 
I think Sai and Aaron thought they were going to come out on top. I think mm -hmm. they thought they were going to be the top bitches. I think that they sure. saw Jessel, they saw Brynn, they saw um, Uba and said, oh, I can, you know, I can get, I got this. And they mm -hmm. just, they did not, they did not have it. They did not have it. Yeah. And, and honestly, like, I know I've been comparing Aaron to Ramona a lot, but I really even, I don't think Ramona would have said, don't say my name. Don't you say my name. I think Ramona, I really think Ramona would have been like, okay. I see that you didn't like that. And, you know, <laughs> we just won't play jokes on each other anymore. We just won't play jokes. I think Ramona yeah. still probably would have said something super fucking ignorant, but all them damn dog whistles, all that damn crying, oh. Ramona just would have been like, it's okay for her, but it's not okay for me. <laughs> she would have moved on. And then if she, if Uber would have tried to talk to her later, she might've been like, oh, so are you talking to me now? But I don't think, I really don't even think Ramona fucking singer. And that's crazy. That's, that's crazy. crazy. I don't think Ramona singer would have taken it to that level. Yeah, I don't think she would have either. I just think all of these things, like not only have a lot of these fights just been so just petty, stupid fights that mm -hmm. can be resolved within like two seconds. But I also think it's like, so many inflammatory things have been thrown around that it's mm -hmm. get away from like the main point of what people have been fighting about, right? Yeah. And I think like even how like Aaron came at Bryn about her husband, like first of all, when for when Aaron and Karamo were on Watch What Happens Lives, Karamo said, actually, Aaron, I would have been looking at your husband. Mm -hmm. I would have called him out for for laughing along and not saying anything. And she was like, well, and he, you know, and then she had to be like, oh yeah, you know, I would have too, she wouldn't have, but she should have, she should have called him out and been like, well, why didn't you say anything right then? Right? Mm -hmm. And I just- She did. Well, what she did was she was like, did you say anything? And he was, or she was like, did you, did you laugh? And he was like, I giggled. She was like, yeah, thanks for that. Yeah. But yeah. Right. She didn't really hold her feet mm -hmm. to the fire. And I no. think like, it's, if he's laughing, it's a two-way street, mm -hmm. you know? Oh, yeah. And I just, I, I thought it was so interesting how, like, every single time with Aaron, she she misses the point of things. Mm -hmm. And also, whenever she did her talking head, she did say, I know Bran wasn't trying to get with my husband, like, da, da, da. It was just like she was having this stupid fight because of what? You wanted Bran to, like, cower to you, as you were saying before, just, like, kind of bringing yeah. people down so that she could establish herself as like being on top. And it was well, just so stupid. She calls the women bitches so freely because yes. even after the wreath making thing, when she left, she got on the phone with her sister. She was like, she's such a fucking bitch. That would be an issue with me because mm -hmm. like I can deal with like, you know how Lala from Vanderpump will be like, I yeah. can say bitch freely. I will say bitches and stuff like that. But as soon as somebody says, I don't play around like that. I am like, okay, her, got it, period. Right. Like that no ifs, ands, or buts. I'm not telling you, oh, I say that sometimes because it's a respect thing and I can, I don't need to call you a bitch. Right. I don't need, now I may slip up and I will immediately be like, I'm so sorry. I know you don't like that. It's that fucking simple. But even when Aaron was like, Uma's calling me names and yelling at me, you told her to shut you the fuck up and you called her a bitch multiple times. Literally. She was like, you're such a fucking bitch. You're such a fucking bitch. I could show you fucking bitch. Like it, like Brynn almost started with her. Brynn took the sunglasses off. She said, do you want me do to? Do you want me to start with you? She was like, do I you want me to start with you? I was like, I would like to see. 
I would I, like to see I, it too. I would like to see, you know, I think we have like one or two episodes left. I'm not looking forward to seeing them make fun of Jessel um, and her husband. They are such, yeah. they are, I hate to sound like tr the trope, but they are not girls' girls. Okay. They are not girls' girls. Why, why they keep talking about uh, Jessel's sex life or that lack thereof is really starting to bother me. Yeah. It's, it it's, is, it's a little weird because I think like once or twice is fine, but like you guys are trying to take like sexy pictures of them at, the, at of her at the beach in Anguilla so that she can show her husband. Like, the, like it's not your issue anymore, right? Yeah. Like she hasn't brought it up. So you need to stop bringing it up. It's, it's weird. Yeah. And like I said, I think I said, I can't remember where I said this. If my friend told me, damn, like I've been trying to like have sex with my husband. I like want to look sexy for him, but he like keeps turning me down. And then she, I, I, yes, I will be like, okay, girl, let's take some sexy photos, blah, blah. In the back of my head, I'm gonna be like, I've already got the backup Instagram if we need to set that <laughs> bitch up, okay? But if my friend tells me I went through this many rounds of IVF, I had twins, then postpartum, and like postpartum is bad enough. I can only imagine what it's like after going through rounds after rounds of IVF. Right. And then she tells you like, if that's the case and she's like, we haven't had sex since, I'm not going to be like, oh my God, their sex life there. But I'm really not going to do that in general. Other people's sex life is their sex life. I, it's different right. for everybody. It's different for everybody. I'm, but, but I'm Eric not going to definitely not be talking because she doesn't even know what a fucking WAP is. So I she could only imagine. She's never used a vibrator. I could only imagine how vanilla her sex life is. You, I, you know, she thinks when she said that vibrator and was like, I don't need one. I said, girl, I that's said, yeah, you, you hella conservative. <laughs> you hella conservative. And, and that's a private time. She definitely um, donated, donated to Stop the Steal at that point with that. Yeah, she did. We saw, we saw the name, Erin. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, you, girl, you're living it up. You're living up to 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 that no she is and i just think she thought lizzie was going to be more um conservative than her mm. but then lizzie got up out of there because her husband couldn't keep his fucking mouth shut but yep. i have to let emma know or go because she does watch southern charm and it is southern yep. charm time i will not be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get you listen no. you said Mm -mm. I'm gonna watch this. Mm -mm. This is the last TikTok I'm making. And then suddenly you were on my feet again with another I TikTok. I made one more. <laughs> one more because people were like, go back and watch season seven. And I said, I do want to see some, I'm not gonna lie. Somebody was like, I compared Olivia and what's that girl's name? Taylor. Taylor. And then somebody <laughs> was like, girl, wait till you see Madison's old face. And they were like, you should go back season like six and seven and look. They're like, but she's full-time season seven. So I said, okay. Mm -hmm. And that's when I was like, okay, I will watch season seven because it's also that 2020 year where yeah. shit was popping off. And by the time I was done with that, I'm not gonna lie to you. When I heard Craig say like, I will not be done or happy with this reunion unless I make Madison cry. I said, we're done here. I said, I'm, I, how this man has skated through, skated through a COVID denier, a vaccine, an anti-vaxxer said he will not, if this was any other show, if y'all know how I feel about Kyle Cook, if Kyle Cook said, I'm not getting off this stage until Lindsay Hubbard cries, until any of these girls cry, they would have his ass, any of the women on uh, Summer House, any other show, what is it about him?
I mean, like, I will not, he wants to say he won't get off the stage until Madison cries. I will not rest until oh Craig God. Conover goes up in flames. And it'll be a cold day in hell before Madison LaCroix yeah. cries. That's, because yes, have you over seen Craig. Her? She has Austin crying. Literally. <laughs> yeah, I Austin love it. Crying. I love it. She really she, does. All she does is breathe. And that man is so pressed. I hope to have that same effect on a man one day. Because she does nothing. And that man is bluster. He is so, I mean, so obsessed with her. Obsessed. I and think they're I end game. Olivia, if I was Olivia, I would not have even gone near him with a 10-foot pole. The same thing that happened with Sierra is the same thing that happened with Olivia. They had this little situation ship. He told her he wanted X, Y, and Z, and then he switched up, and then they were done. And now she's pissed because he's going for his best friend's ex-girl. I mean, it's classic Austin. Sierra. I can't go back to that place. I can't go back to it. <laughs> but I just, I would not be shocked if, because as much as we're like, I do believe y'all heard me say, Austin loves Madison's dirty draws. Absolutely. I do believe that Madison does love Austin, but, but I get it as a woman, there's no fucking way all that shit during COVID, all that running around with Craig. Yeah. Like I was just like, stop, stop. And like to guys, they're like, we're just hanging out with my friends. What's the big deal? Grow up. Like, I, I fully, like, first of all, I think that Madison and Austin's relationship and the way he's a complete puppy dog for her just I think solidifies the fact that men will love you if you treat them like shit yeah absolute shit also I cannot believe Madison LaCroix was the reason why Jennifer Lopez is now back with Ben Affleck like that's nuts to me that is nuts to me the reach of the Bravoverse like crossing over into real life like actual a-list celebrity like yeah. things i just think that also i think craig is just so deeply jealous of madison at the end of the day because yeah. she has made she was part-time right mm -hmm. and then full-time and now she's like a full-blown influencer and she we know how men get with like sports i really do think like he is jealous of her access to pro athletes yes i <laughs> like it's I know I know these guys wish they could have that pull. Like the fact that oh, 100%. Troy was in like tabloids with A-Rod, Jennifer mm -hmm. Lopez and Ben Affleck. Yep. And it was, and you know what? Craig only said some shit. So I, sh I, mean, I know he could be along there with her by mm -hmm. calling it out and whatever thing. 100%. He wanted his name in on the, and then the influencer thing. Like he wants to get, I mean, he, he does get those like, you know, opportunities and stuff like that. But ain't mm. nobody looking at a get ready with me with fucking Craig. He looks like right. he bathes in the yingling. <laughs> like, don't nobody, like, look, your yeah. own girlfriend didn't even want to join you in the shower, even though I think that's a whole act from Paige, but whatever. Oh, don't even get me started on Paige. You know how I feel about her. Yeah. Okay, let the people know where they can find you. I'll let you go. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Emma Oyamba. And yeah, thank you for having me, Sel. I loved being on here again. Of course, and you already know you can find me over on TikTok at Who Asked Zell, um, Instagram, Who Asked Me Podcast, and YouTube, Zell Brooks. I will talk to you all next week.